Welcome to the Embody Your Design Podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. I'm super excited because I like I think we've been following each other for a while and I know you've asked me questions about human design, but we've never done a reading together. So I'm like, oh yay, so exciting. Have you ever had a human design reading? I had one done and it was a breakdown of a lot of the basics of my chart and it was sent to me in a PDF. So it wasn't anything that was like discussed with me. It was more of just like a layout of different things being pointed out that, yeah. And it was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely interesting. Do you have any questions when looking at your chart and the breakdown that you received? Was there anything that felt unclear to you or things that you would like to expand on? It was a while ago, but something that has come up lately in my life is, I mean, my whole life is that my mind really is impacted by others and I feel like sometimes I can't make a decision without making sure other people are making that decision for me. (laughs) And I'm wondering, is that, do I have an open head? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that can definitely be one of the things that can come up because you do have the open head and then the undefined Ajna, which is the second one here. Those both have to do with the mind. The head is specifically like questions, ideas, inspiration. And then the Ajna is where you're taking everything and you're forming beliefs and opinions and perspectives. And so both of those for you are very easily impacted by other people and the energy, either from like cosmos, transits, or other people around you or your environment. And the thing with you with in terms of making decisions, just to pull another piece, is your here, which is all about like your intuition. It's your physical, it's a, your physical awareness center. It's your connection to your body. And I know you, you do a lot with like health and I know that's definitely something really huge for you, which is really beautiful, but um, a sign of not being in alignment with that spleen is <clears throat> needing other people's like opinions and perspectives or like asking other people instead of trusting in yourself, like what is correct for you. And because when you're making decisions with that authority, like you are designed to really inherently know and trust your intuition in terms of what is correct for you and needing that approval from other people is a a little bit of sinus. Something's a little bit out of alignment with this center, not necessarily in terms of like health and everything, but in terms of trusting your intuition and what you inherently know is healthy. And the thing with that spleen, splenic authority is that it does speak quietly in the moment. So it could be that like, you're not necessarily hearing it. Something to help with that is when you're making decisions, like get away from other people if you can. I know it's not always possible, but I'm starting with smaller decisions, like separating yourself from other people and asking yourself this question, like what is healthy for me? 
or what is my intuition telling me? Like really connecting to that and paying attention to the pings the in, in, in any intuitive hits that you hear and like following those and practicing with smaller decisions. And then when it comes to bigger decisions, you'll really know what that feels like for you. Yeah, that's been a big thing in my life is just wanting to, yeah, the people pleaser, that kind of thing, wanting to make sure other people do see me. And I think that it is interesting that you point that out about just needing other people to even see what I feel like maybe that could be why I overshare oftentimes. Not I try not to overshare. I don't feel like I'm oversharing, but sometimes I think I am just because it's almost like a coping thing or like something where it's making me feel better. Like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It can show up as wanting other people's approval or just this. I need to ask this question. I'm not really trusting myself. And so I'm seeking validation from other people, which is also something that can come up with the projector is like you, like recognition and validation is really important. And there can be this like seeking validation from other people, but really it starts from within. Like you're like that projector or a type is really all about, like you see things in a unique way. Like you have this bird's eye view perspective and you have these gifts and you can share with people, uh, give advice and guide them in a way that they may not be seeing, but um, people may not have been on, uh, on the, or people may not have been open to receiving that maybe when you were younger or even now. And so maybe there has been a struggle where you're like, oh wait, people don't really see me and they're not listening to me. And I need to get them to like, like me, or I need to get them to understand, but really the correct people are going to see you and recognize you and be open to listen. Like you have your people that love you and think you're the expert and the, all the bees knees and everything. And it's really all about trusting and being confident in yourself and recognizing and recognizing and seeing the value that you bring to the world versus needing other people to validate you. Is there any part of my chart that represents relationships or like commitments? <laughs> <laughs> so I've had an issue with commitment in my life, just mm, like in general. Gotcha. Not necessarily specifically with relationships because all our energy like intertwines and there's mm -hmm. like different connections. And so in terms of that, no, but in terms of commitments, this little triangle here, it's the ego center, or I've heard it called the will center. This is um, the center for willpower and desires and it's white. So that's undefined. So you are affected by other people's energy and they're you don't necessarily have willpower and that's okay because most, most people don't. I believe it's about 30-ish percent of people have this defined. Um, and so it's really about being intentional about your energy and what you are promising to keep. And especially as a projector, like you don't have that divine sacral. So that's sustainable energy. And so some of that like lack of commitment could be coming from maybe you're what, saying yes to something um, to please somebody else, or maybe you think you have more energy, maybe something, 
maybe you're around somebody who has more energy and you think you can do it. And then late, like maybe later on when you're alone, you're like, oh, wait, that doesn't quite feel so good anymore. And so that, that could be where that's coming from. And so what I advise or tell people is, you know yourself, you know how much energy you have, like the overall picture and really be honest with yourself, maybe taking a few moments and what I said before, making decisions when you're not around other people's energy and tapping into that intuition. Do I, am I really committed to this? And then giving that yes or that no, when you can really be like separate and honest from your, with yourself. But on the other hand, there is this, are you going to be in integrity with what you say you're going to do? And sometimes we do need to push it maybe a little bit. I don't, I'm not recommending burning yourself out, but if you're struggling with commitment, maybe it's in like being careful about the words that you're saying and the things you're committing to. And then maybe testing yourself. Okay. If I say I'm going to make my bed every morning, just an example, I'm going to make my bed every morning and just practice that muscle of commitment. And then if it's, something that if you're struggling with it, like really asking yourself, like, why is this coming up and go from there a little bit? Is that helpful or? Yeah, no, it is. I just, it's, especially as a coach, it's hard because I do try, I do what I can to coach myself, but then sometimes I'm going in circles. So sometimes Mm -hmm. just hearing it from someone else is a good like refresher and a good perspective shift. Oh yeah. Per, yes, exactly. I just, yeah, I want to make sure I like answered the quiet, like yeah. your question correctly or with what was coming up. But yeah, like looking at your chart, I do definitely see that there can be a lot of um, like some people pleasing also because your emotional center here, this is all, this is also undefined. And so you can pick up on and amplify the emotions of other people. And with that can come, I want to fix other people. I want to make sure everybody else is feeling good. I don't feel bad. And having, having boundaries around what's your, what's your emotions? What are you feeling versus what are you picking up from other people? What are you picking up from everybody around you? That can also be really important too. Do you find that something that you struggle with? Yeah. In my relationship with my partner, he and I, we've had a lot of ups and downs and I just feel like I, yeah, like within our relationship, this feels like this makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is that you can look at your chart alongside like your partner's chart and you can see where, oh, this is where he may be triggering me and where I'm triggering him. And that's where it can be really helpful to look at the charts like side by side, be like, oh, where's this happening? Do you happen to know what his human design is or he's a manifestation generator an mg okay okay yeah 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 and with that like he's going to have that like sustainable energy and like multi-passionate and maybe a little bit of a go energy whereas like you as a projector like maybe you want to relax a little bit or move at move at a different pace that's funny because it's the opposite for us he wants to slow down because he feels burnt out from work because he is go all day but I work from home so I'm home all day Mm -hmm. and then when the weekend comes 
he doesn't want to do anything, but I'm like, okay, like, I just want to do something. But I, that's just a little bit, but I, when it comes to our relationship, I feel like when I am in a negative feeling, sometimes I don't know if it is an us thing or a me thing. And that has been hard for me to decipher a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And that is where maybe going into another room or separating yourself from his energy can be helpful where when you're separate to be like okay is this really mine or is this him and if he has the if he has a defined emotional center which without knowing I'm like "Eh, I don't know it could be that he's feeling something and he's not fully aware of it and you're picking up on it too Mm -hmm, Um, so (laughs) then yeah yeah and so that's where like maybe going into another room or maybe going outside for a walk or something where you're separate from his energy that can help you determine. And then once you, the more you do that, the more you're able to recognize what's yours versus what's his, you can recognize that even maybe when you're in the same room together, it's like anything. I I know you work out and stuff like, it's like any kind of exercise, like you're probably going to be bad at it at the beginning, but then the more you do it, the better you get, the more you build that muscle and you're able to transmute that. It's about bigger and better things to be able to yes. work with that energy. Yeah, that could be what's happening. And yeah, just to really learn like those energetic boundaries and like learning to manage it like with within yourself too, that can be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I did that yesterday. I took some time and because I was like, why am I so feeling? And it really does help to separate and understand, okay, yeah, this is, I am just dealing with some whatever trauma that's coming up. It's not him. It felt like it was him because it was just, I was in his space and I was, we become, we've become one person, it feels like sometimes. So it's hard to not take on his feelings or not take on just, or not make it feel like it's our problem when it's just mine. Yeah. 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 And um, again, like communication too is like really important and really being able to work with and manage those feelings on your own and not necessarily putting that on a partner or anything else like that could be, that could be like really helpful too. Do you have any other questions or things that you've been curious about with your chart that you would like me to talk about it just just the way it look I know I'm I should have come with more questions but it just the way it looks like the bottom one I don't know the names of any of these I was so good when I first started looking at human so like the splenic and then the one at the bottom it looks like there's just a lot of it I don't know if there's just like a lot going on between those or like on all those I don't know. I'm just curious about what's happening there. (laughs) Yeah. So down here, so this is the root, this purple square down there. That's your root center. This is the physical pressure center. And, and I definitely have seen this like in, in just the content that you create, like you're very like physically driven, like you're driven for growth. This is also where stress and adrenaline resides and you feel like consistent, like physical pressure to grow and evolve and deal with stress. And this could also be where you may be wanting to do more things on the weekend and your partner, maybe, maybe he has that undefined. And so he's just go during the weekend. No, I need to relax and rest. And it is connected to 
your, your spleen here. And that means like when you're feeling the physical pressure to do something or don't move in a direction and your intuition is saying, yes, <laughs> this is correct for me. You're just going to go for it, go for it and move, um, and move in that direction. And there's nothing wrong with it. However, rest is important. I say that to everybody. And just even though you have that drive, like it's okay to rest. Sometimes there can be this pressure to just keep on going, but really knowing your body and when it's time to rest and refuel and when it's time to keep on like pushing and moving forward, that's really important too. Do you find yourself getting burned out or do you have a good relationship with resting? Like I mentioned, I do work from home, which is helpful for me because I'm just on a computer. I can work from bed if I want to, which is that's like hashtag life of a projector. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's why I do have more energy on the weekends because I do tend to manage my energy during the week. I'm a little like, I've created pretty good boundaries around that, around getting like nine hours of sleep. And I know it when I've reached my max of work, just know it. And I just have to stop. That's perfect. But I, and I do stop when I can, but if I can't and I have more work to do, then I do push through, which does lead to probably not as restful sleep. And the ripple effect of not resting as much as I should. But I do, I definitely have created stronger boundaries around my energy and making sure that I'm not overdoing it. It's like, I, I if I have one thing on my to-do list in the day, I have a lot today. So that it feels a lot, a little overwhelming, but typically I only like to have one like extra interesting, like mind, something that requires attention. I only like to do something like one of those things a day. I feel like a grandma sometimes it's like, I go to the store and I'm like, okay, that's all I got today. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. And, and you get to work with that. And I want to say sometimes it's okay if you have a little bit extra to do and you need to push through a little bit. Okay, cool. Like as long as if you know your body and it's more like the prolonged stress and that um, continuing to push and push and not giving yourself permission to rest or not resting and just pushing, that's where it can lead to like really bad burnout. And, but once in a while, it's okay if you're like, okay. I feel myself getting tired, but I have, maybe you have a call with a client or, or maybe a, like some kind of doc, maybe an appointment, whatever it is. And if you need to push through and get that done, then that's okay. Like once in a while, but as long as if it's not like, oh my gosh, every day I'm pushing myself like too hard and not listening to my body. Cause that takes a toll on it. And I know that, I know that you like, you're very health conscious. So it's just, I feel like you, you just, you listen to that, but just keeping that in mind, because sometimes you can hear these things. And at least for me, sometimes I hear these and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm nitpicking that one time that I pushed myself too hard. And now I'm like out of alignment. No, that's really not what it is. It's like this overall big picture. Like how am I taking care of my energy in the long run versus like this one little moment? Yeah. Yeah. That energy is everything. And I make sure that I have to get myself into energetic alignment and like calm and centered in order to just do what I do. So I cannot like continuously burn myself out. I've done that in the past and it was just, it's just not healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it sounds like you have a pretty good relationship with your, with your physical body and knowing what it can take and knowing what it 
cannot really take. So that's really beautiful. And as far as not having questions, like totally fine. I was just like, I felt called to be like, do you have any questions or anything you want? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are like, (laughs) yeah, they do have, and I don't know. I just haven't looked at it, but I just, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious to know what you think about, or you can just tell me whatever you, yeah, just, just tell me about myself. So if there's anything about my chart that's, Ooh, maybe you want to look out for this, or I don't know if that's too broad to ask that. I know that's, that's not too broad. So you do have the 2838 channel. It's like the channel of struggle. So there can be this, you actually thrive in struggles a little bit. <laughs> uh, and you're like laughing. Yeah, of course, it's like down here between the root and the spleen. And so like sometimes the shadow of it is, oh my gosh, why do I have to struggle? This stinks. But really all this, it's there to teach you like lessons. It's there to, it's there to grow and help you to grow. And like I said, you tend to, you can thrive in the struggle. Like it, like there may be that like struggle, but you're going to come out so much better on the other side of it. And that, yeah, I felt called to mention that. And so just, it's not a bad thing. It's not like the cosmos is like against you and throwing you all these things, but it's really there to strengthen you and that you can, it's almost like a warrior kind of energy. Okay. I'm like battling through and I'm like so strong and all this stuff. And so I I just felt called to share that, that it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's where you can thrive. The other part, I don't know if you've ever looked at your profile too, and this is connected to it, but with that one, three, that one is that investigator. So you do like to get, dive into things when you're interested in something, you're getting the information. And I know that's how we like first connected. Like you were asking questions about your human design and like wanting to dive into it a little bit. And when you're interested in something, you're going to research it. And that's really, it's really a good thing because when people come to you, they know, okay, she knows her stuff. Like she's done that research. It's gotten, you've gotten all that information. And then that three is all about that trial and error and bringing that information and putting it into practice. And there's very much like a learn by doing kind of energy there. And it's connected to that struggle a little bit. Like you like to put things into practice. And so like you learn things and then you do things. And so that really brings this almost like I've mastered this kind of energy to the work that you do, which I think is really incredible. So something to like, keep in mind with that one line, like maybe not, if you find yourself getting stressed about getting, getting all the information, give yourself permission, like it's okay. It'll all come in its own divine timing and yeah, just do what you can. And with that three, it just give yourself permission to like put things into practice and try things out. Sometimes a lot of times with me, I have a three in my profile. So yeah, I'm doing this. It's probably going to be messy, but I like figuring things out. And like when you actually put something into action, that's when you can tweak things and make things better and better. And sometimes there can be this, I'm stuck in that research phase, but at some point it's like, when is the time to take, put these things into action and take action in it? As I'm growing and becoming my, my stepping into my highest self more and more throughout my time, just coaching and just becoming a better person. It feels like 
I like all of this is it just all makes so much sense because before I was definitely not living my human design and I didn't want to try anything without fully knowing it or say something without fully feeling like I knew the facts. And that has to do like, when you look at my astrology chart too, it's really interesting. It's a lot of um, like logic, a lot of logic. And I need mm-hmm. to have the logic down pat in order for me to like, spread information. Or So it's really interesting because I, the more I experience it, every time I do go through an experience, I feel like, okay, now I can like up-level my coaching because everything that I'm experiencing in my life for me is a lesson. And so it makes sense that the struggles are something I thrive in because I do, I actually do. I'm always like, it doesn't even matter what it is. Even when someone passes away, as, as hard as those struggles are, I always have that higher perspective that's like, you're up-leveling. And like, I always have that, even when I'm like in the misery of it. I still have that higher perspective. And so it's really cool to see how much I've grown into my human design. That's what I love. I love like doing and like a first reading for somebody and they're like, yeah, I was out of alignment and now I'm in alignment. And this is so cool. And it shows that you don't necessarily need to know everything about your human design in order to have it all work. Because I think sometimes people get caught up in, um, or maybe you have too, like the details. Oh my gosh, I need to learn all these things in order to get into alignment, in order to have my dream life or up level or whatever it is. But really like when we surrender and let go, that's like, it all still happens. Like just get out, live your life and everything. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. Okay. I'm trying. I know you said like overall messages. Like we talked about your profile and we talked about like rest and burnout because that's like the biggest thing that I see. Do you mind if I yeah. point out just something yeah. that like is like a little triggering in me yeah. when I yeah. see my motivation as fear? I'm kind of oh. like, <laughs> I don't want to live my life through fear. I don't want to be motivated by fear. I want to be motivated by love. <laughs> no. And you know what this one is? Okay. I hate like some of the words and the terminology (laughs) with it. And I'm like, oh, all right. I got to bust out my notes for a second. Because most of the time I don't get a lot of people asking about the, this comes from the variables, like these arrows and the fear comes from like up here. I think it's the one. Oh, this is weird. It's okay. And if you want to get back to me on that too that's that I'm just curious really because I'm very anti I don't want to be anti anything really but no and it's not it's not oh my gosh I'm afraid of everything or anything like that it's there we go I was in the wrong folder I was like where is this why isn't this working technology hates me it's really not like that and so this is about it's wanting information and wanting to know all the things and that's more what the fear is about. And okay. that coincides. I love it. How it all coincides. It, it works with that one in your profile. It's like, you want to know all the information. You're motivated by learning and knowing things. And you do that so you could share it with other people. Like yeah. there is like this, and it could be like a fear of not wanting to be in certain situations, but it is it's more for helping other people. Okay. I'm going to, I'm motivated by learning things 
and maybe how not to be in certain situations, but I could share it with other people. Like not, and not wanting to not know enough. Like you want to, I want to make sure like, basically like I'm in fear. I don't know it. Like the, the motivation is like fear of not knowing enough kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but put it in a bet in a better light is my motivation is to know, to know things. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. As, and the, and you are motivated to be, you want to learn all the things so that you could share it with other people and help other people, which yes. is, I totally see that. <laughs> In everything. I was like, I needed to look at the notes really quick. I'm like, I know it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. Yeah. And your the design sense, that's your cognition, which is smell, which you, you're like extra sense. Like you have a really good sense of smell or you can smell when something's incorrect for you. So if you're like eating food and if something doesn't smell right, don't eat it. Don't, doesn't matter what the expiration is. I have a, my, my cognition is also smell and yeah, I have not listened to that before. And then I'm like, oh wait, that's why yeah. I'm listening to that now. And it works for like partners too. Like I've dated people and they've smelled bad to me yes. and then I've stayed with them and I'm like, this is toxic. And no, but if somebody smells good to you, like that's a really good that's like your body saying yes. And yeah, smell is really important. And just making sure that if you're studying or if you're having a coaching session or whatever it is you're doing, making sure that it smells good. If you have something, maybe, maybe like a piece, like you threw out some food in the garbage and it gives off a bad smell, like maybe putting that outside or like taking the trash out early or something, just making sure that your area is always smelling like really good or in a way that's like uplifting to you. Like you're going to be really bothered if something smells really bad. Cause I, and I am like, if there's burnt popcorn, it almost yeah. like a couple of days, it's so bad. Like I just, mm. I can't, but I also light like Palo Santo and incense and sage, yeah. which sometimes it sometimes it feels like it smells very potent. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that is, I don't know, certain days my scent is extra, Ooh. but I don't know. That's really, yeah. Yeah. And it could be, it, there, there could be like so many things going on. If it's, if it's bothering you, maybe something was off about that and clearing it, or if you can't like open a window or something dare air some of it out or playing around with different things that smell better to you yeah like sometimes my sage I'm like oh but then other times I'm like oh it's fine maybe it's maybe because like when it smells extra potent we need to like we're like we have all this heaviness around us and it just needs to clear maybe that could very well be I don't know (laughs) but yeah it's something it's just something to keep in mind like Pay attention yeah. and listen to what your sense of smell is telling you because it's definitely, it's like your sixth sense almost. It's like, oh, this is extra. I'm actually like my clinic authority in like a 3D way. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Pay attention to that. Yeah. We got a couple minutes left. Have any final questions or anything you wanted me to touch on? I guess the split definition what does that mean? So that just means you have two different voices to your energy. I think the f- two centers here, like your, this is your G center and this is your throat. That's one voice. And then the spleen and the root 
are like the other voice that's going on. Really important to pay attention to just what your intuition is telling you. Like that's the voice as terms of making decisions. Um, With that split definition, you feel drawn to being around like other people or maybe I'd be very interested to see like your partner's chart to see if that builds that <laughs> connection there. Like that, oh, that, yeah, that satisfies my little split there. And actually I do because it's with, it can be with gates 57 here or gate 16. And I have both of those. <laughs> you and Amy. I complete you. So you're probably going to be drawn towards people who have the gates that fulfill your split um and there's probably more I just see 16 and 50 57 um currently but oh I see yeah like it's small like right here 57 and then 16 up here and it's not a bad thing like I also have a split it's just it just means your energy is can be a little disconnected and you may feel drawn towards more other people and feel like it all flows a little bit better. You may not be able to always speak what's what you're feeling in your intuition, but the feeling is there and still listen to it and follow it. You still have a connection to it. It just may not be as easy to verbalize it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you. I want to thank you for doing this. It was really great to have you on. Thank you so much. I know it was a long time coming, so I'm happy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? You can book your own reading and choose to be featured on the podcast. How awesome would that be? By going to my website, www.theamymay.com slash sessions. (laughs) And if you can't get enough of human design, follow me on Instagram and or YouTube at Manny underscore Jen underscore in underscore the underscore wild and catch my human design videos. Thank you again for listening and catch you in the next episode.